With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. Hello. Welcome to episode 83 of Screen Heroes. I am Derek, one of your regular hosts. I have my two other regular hosts with me, Ryan. Hello. And Ray. What's up? And we have two guests. Yes. Ray, would you like to introduce our guests? Well, we are welcoming back Christopher. Hello. He has been on a couple episodes now. This makes episode, what, four or five? Three. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Feels longer. Right. Feels a lot Three. longer. Is that good or bad? I don't, I don't know. know. And first time guest, Jeremy. Hello. I'm Jeremy. Yes. <laughs> All right. Cool. This is my first time. Awesome. Well, welcome to the show, man. I'm happy to have you. Yeah. And if you don't have ice, we'll welcome you back. That's There's, true. It's a total iceless frappuccino. It should be silent. Mm. Perfect. It's my I favorite. Well, I bet you can crunch the bottle. Pandering. I mean, we don't need to worry about that. Um, so tonight, today, this afternoon, evening, we are going to be building the ultimate Star Trek crew. Yes. And uh, before we do that, you know, uh, do you have any news you guys want to yes. cover? Okay. All right. So. So eager. The worst thing possible has happened. The worst thing ever? John Cena is up for the role of Shazam, and I blame Ryan so Listen. much. He did this. He did this, and it's awful. Okay. He Ryan. did this. He's not denying it. No. <laughs> I'm not. You, the Rock is Black Adam. So. Because. No. Let me know when. Am I good? You're good. Okay. Um, Are you, though? I am very good. Uh, Okay, so, you know, The Rock, one of the reasons I liked him as Shazam, um, it was that he has this ability to go very childish in the way he acts and things like that, and I thought that it would be a good role for him. Kind of like when you cast Arnold as as a Terminator, it was right in the wheelhouse for their acting abilities. Um, John Cena, I think, has similar... I yeah, mean, I loved his two lines and sisters. Hey, he had, uh, he, have you ever seen The Marine? Actually, I mean, no, basically all he had to do was like walk around <laughs> flexing and dive out of front of funny in training. My safe word is keep going. Thank you. I've never seen him in anything other than The Marine, but like I've seen interviews with the guy and, and things like that where he seems like he is in touch with his own sense of humor Why as a child. Why did I get the feeling that you sent DC messages every day? <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny. I, I think he did. But For our Patreon subscribers, I'll screenshot those messages <laughs> if you contribute $5 or more. It, it does seem like we're on this trend, though. I mean, yeah, The, the Rock uh, was up for Black Adam. We have David Bautista, of course, in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. It's not to say that a, a wrestler can't act. No, it's just, I'm not saying that. I, I feel like when I watch the movie, I'm not going to be able to see anything on the screen. Well, wrestling is acting. Yes, that's a joke about the meme. We get it. <laughs> Uh, well, at least I did. Derek didn't seem to get it. But uh, the thing is, with superheroes in comics, they have bodies that like are you're, you can't take an actor and give them that body for most of the time. So there's some exceptions. <laughs> Tell that, yeah. Tell Hugh that. Jackman uh, would be my pick on that, or Henry Cavill. But Chris Pratt, 
I mean, okay. He's, he doesn't look Christian like a superhero in a, from a comic book. He looks big, like a big dude. I wouldn't buy Chris Pratt as Shazam. They, they no, 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 no. no. Wrestlers, wrestlers have to have that look. You know, they have, they're, they're always, that's their entire life is making themselves look that way and acting because that's what they're doing in the ring. So I've, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I'm interested to see. I think he looks, he has a good look for Shazam. Sure, Very sure. square jaw and, you know... Uh, muscular physique and all the that. wisdom so of we'll Solomon. See. I mean, I don't know. I don't know him personally. He does seem to be a smart enough guy based on his interviews and stuff, but, uh, you know, yeah, we'll see. Okay. That's not the worst news ever. I don't think, but it's not the worst. She news probably would have ever. said the worst news ever of Pete with Heath Ledger being cast as the Joker too, back when that no, happened. So, no, actually okay. I was a big fan of that. Cause he had okay. already proven his acting. I was on the fence about that until that very first teaser where they have the voiceovers and he does the laugh for the first time. And, I just feel like, you know, John Cena and The Rock, like, let's just make the whole DC a big joke now. Like, let's just... It's not hunky. I think you're taking it a little far. That hurts. I mean, the DC is already a big joke, first of all. So that's kind of... (laughs) It is. What's one good movie in the DCEU right now other than Wonder Woman? Wow. Exactly. Okay. Wow. We're not going down this route. It's not happening. We're going to move on. Um, In other news, Star Wars Episode Nine lost its director. Colin Trevorrow has... Parted ways with Disney. He was fired. Yeah, he was totally fired. But they're After, not going to say like that, the but... movie's been eighty percent complete. I don't think it's, <laughs> it's not that far. Okay, no, no, because no. uh, Han Solo is the next like, one. That's so. what happens when you want the T Rex back. I do like me some T Rex. I do too. <laughs> well, he is gone, um, and differing now, visions, differing visions, unquote. which seems to be a trend in, in Star Wars movies right now with differing visions, um, or just Disney films in general. Well, because they, they fired the directors of Han Solo. Yeah. So. And they fired Edgar Wright. And mm-hmm. they fired Edgar Wright from Ant-Man. Yeah. Also true. And they won't play ball. That's how it goes. You yeah. thought they learned their lesson with, <laughs> with the Marvel movies. Oh, help. you've got a unique vision? Well, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess in tone, they, they want episode 8 and 9 to sound like 7, so, and look like 7, and... Yeah. And why not just let Abrams do the whole thing? Because Abrams he didn't want to. do it anymore. He just wants, I mean, he helped, his company is producing them, so he gets a ton of money and doesn't... Yeah, he can still catch the checks. Exactly. <laughs> he still gets some, like, creative input, of course, right? But he doesn't have to be on set every can day. Can we talk about the Porg? The Porg? Yeah. yeah really, there's, like, this huge... The new Ewok. It turned into, like, this huge thing as soon as Force Friday happened and everybody yeah. started seeing the toys. The little penguin otter thing? Yeah. It turns into it's this It's a huge... guinea pig bird. <laughs> bird. Whatever it is, everybody loves it. So, and the merchandise is it. flying off the shelves. I love it so much. I want there to be a twist and the thing to be like a savage blood. I want Chewbacca to eat it. Like I want, to be, I want that to be his food. It's okay. like a chicken nugget for him. Yeah, or exactly. For the record, I don't care how it's involved in the movie. I really hope it's just like on the side as as just an indigenous a, animal well, yeah, to the island, and that's the, it. It doesn't, the, it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be a sidekick. Just make yeah. it a creature. In it's the just in the foreground, in front of all of the action throughout all of the movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's bouncing on like the subtitles as each word is. Spoken. You know how like all the movies have hidden Mickey's. It's gonna have a hidden Porg from here on out. Like, you just find the Porg. What are you gonna do if they talk or something? Like I that? have no if idea. They talk like Jar Jar Binks, like exactly. It's Ahmed Best <laughs> returning from the grave. It's actually an extremely powerful force user. Yeah. Ooh. Either way, I know <laughs> I want to be the first cosplayer to do sexy porg costume. You heard That's... it here, folks. It's probably already been done, to be fair. No, you're totally right. Long. No. 
Somebody slapped on a bird bikini exactly. and was like, look at me. I did see a sexy uh, Waluigi today on yeah, Facebook. Which yeah, you mean Waluigi? Yeah, the, the purple one. <laughs> you mean he's just sexy as you saying is. he was sexy off the bat. <laughs> sure, sure. I, mean, I think he know. means a female sexy oh. version because I think I saw the same thing. <laughs> Meh, you know, Meh. to each their own. Um, any other news, guys? No, I... I think that's about that's it. That's it? Yeah. Okay. That's what we... All right. Well, we are going to start then. So basically what we're going to do here is we are going to fill several positions on board a starship and build our ultimate Star Trek crew together as a group. Um, we're going to go through each of these positions. And uh, we have some you know suggested characters. There's probably some I've left off the list because it's a very large universe. But to kind of let people know who theoretically fits into these roles, we kind of have a list to go off of. These have to be canon characters, so that means they have to have been on TV or in the movies. Yes. Books don't count, for example. Um, I know you're upset, Ryan. I'm not upset at all. (laughs) Um, But, you know, just to kind of keep things a little more contained. And because we have a lot to go through, we're not going to have a whole ton of time to argue about semantics. Mm. So. That's a shame. Basically, Derek's right. We're wrong. (laughs) No. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, No. uh, I actually, I built this list in 2015 on the Heroes Podcast Network, so I'm curious to see how our list differs from that. It should be fun. Mm -hmm. How yours changes, too? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because that was back when Discovery was first announced. Yes. Hadn't been delayed. 2015. Yeah. A long time ago. So, um, what position would you guys like to start with? Because I don't think we really have to go top down, necessarily. Or we could, because I'm just getting <laughs> stares. No, let's... <laughs> we... Okay, so my favorite position on any ship is always the doctor. The okay. chief medical officer. So mm-hmm. we can start there. Okay. Who would like to kind of nominate a chief medical officer? So, since I picked it, I'll do it. I like the EMH, the doctor, from... Um, I'm spacing Voyager. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> Did uh, he eventually take a name? He did. Didn't he? Uh, yeah, no, he, he does in some alternate futures and stuff like that. So Doesn't Kess encourage him to? She but... does. Yeah, he has that holodeck family. He does. That's a super sad episode. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, but he never officially takes one in the future that we really get. Mm. Even in the books now, he's still just the doctor. So, But I'm going to second that vote. He would also be my pick mm-hmm. for the chief medical officer. Anybody want any any reasonings for that or against that? That one was the one I was the most split on. Like almost all of my other picks were were pretty pretty cut and dry. Um, but like for for me, the doctor was kind of evenly split between the doctor and uh, Bones from the uh, the original. So, so grumpy. <laughs> he is, but it's a cynical grumpy, grumpy that I, I I love to watch. I I gotta go with Bashir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's genetically perfect, he's he's a superhuman. Mm. He's you know, he he works at a at a higher level. LMH is the computer technically, but Bashir, as far as you know, being in meat space, I think he's he's the ideal there. <laughs> so he's my second choice for sure for those exact same reasons. But the fact that the doctor can go into environments that a human can't means he can go you know if there's gas you know in a particular corridor or there's no oxygen things like that. He can go to those places, um, and he can take over a ship if he needs to, if you know it's compromised and things like that. So that's assuming there's not like an EMP, <laughs> right? Yes. But then again, he's he's 
he's a hologram. He's not like a robot. So. No, but it is all electrical. I mean, if the ship no. lost total power, <laughs> he'd be down. <laughs> you know, um, I guess there, yeah, his mobile emitter works and doesn't when it's convenient. Right. So I guess it would depend, right? It's plot specific. It it totally is. Any thoughts, Brian? <laughs> I mean, all sounds great. It's not not my picks, but I think everybody has valid reasons. Who's your pick? Um, I picked uh, Commander Christine Chapel. Yes, she's a fan favorite uh, from TOS. Yeah, I think that uh, you know her her unwavering loyalty is going to be a real benefit to the rest of the crew that I picked, and uh, you know she's demonstrated some good bravery in the field and had to save all the men on the ship before. Mm -hmm. So you know, I just think that she's my uh, my choice as chief medical officer. Absolutely, yeah, I think she deserves it. Well, 10 points to Slytherin, because uh, <laughs> he's Slytherin, it's, you know. Um, I mean, she, but, does, she does become commander by uh, by the movies. Mm -hmm. um, I think she age leaves old. medical by then, to be honest. Like, they kind of forget that she was a nurse by mm -hmm. the movies, and she's just a commander. Well, she's kind of forgotten about in general. So, I mean, Yeah, why hasn't kind of she like been weird, in the new movies? Well, there's like a period of time when she wasn't even in the original movies. Like, yeah, that's yeah, true. She was just kind of Same with mentioned. Rand. Crusher becomes a captain in one of the... Next gen futures too. She does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she also leads all of Starfleet Medical in one of the futures. So um, there's a good argument for her. Um, so let's let's go. Maybe I guess we should probably take a vote. Then yeah, we have three so, on the table. So um, we've got the Doctor EMH. Yeah, I think that's Ray and me. Yes. Okay, so we got two votes. Anybody else for the Doctor? Like I said, I was split between my two choices, but I think I'm probably going to side with the Doctor. Okay, so we got three for the Doctor. We got one Bashir. for Bashir and. One for Nurse Chapel. Okay. Commander <laughs> Christine Chapel. Please give her the respect she deserves. By mistake. All right. So the Doctor EMH from Voyager will win that particular round. Who's next? Well, if we're going with Chiefs, let's do Engineer next. Because that's a hard one for me. I have a really hard time with that one. They're all so good. So good in so many different ways. Yeah, this one was this one was rough for me. I I, I had a sleepless night just thinking. <laughs> so who who'd you settle on? I went with Jordy. Yeah, I I think the the visor like being able to visually see like cracks in the the dilithium crystals and stuff like that. Um, plus, you know, he's never going to have a social life to distract him from engineering duties because he's such Aww. a sad sad man. Oh, poor Jordy. <laughs> That's so sad. He never gets the girl. <laughs> Even the holographic girl he doesn't end up with. Poor LeVarber. Yeah. That's a good one. Jordy's a really good pick. Um, I was torn between him and uh, Balana, actually. That's only because you had a crush on Balana. <laughs> he did. She's gorgeous and really brilliant. So Seeing her in person. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Roxanne Dawson is. Yeah. May I? Yeah, sure. I also voted for her. Yeah. For Balada? Mm hmm Interesting. Uh, she was one of the brains behind the Voyager version of the Slipstream Drive, right? That's a pretty big deal. Yes. She managed to maintain Voyager without retreating to a starbase after every incident like Geordi. <laughs> so that's a pretty big deal. Um, she temporarily stabilized a wormhole. Data, Geordi couldn't think of a way of doing that. She co-developed the Warp 10 Drive. She did extensive work on the Space Fold Drive tech, which she got working on a space shuttle, and Starfleet could never get that to work. Okay, Geordi so. did stabilize a couple wormholes. Okay, well, my information it. said he did. <laughs> but there were still some other good points in there. He still had to retreat to a starbase after every incident. Not every I incident. I think that's a very good argument for Balana. No, it is. It's actually, that is my yeah. argument for Balana that... She 
because they were out there in the middle of nowhere, she was kind of on her own. I didn't own. mean to take your argument, Derek. I'm sorry. No, no, it's good. I like this. This is good because I know you wanted to troll me tonight. That one I couldn't find anything to troll you on. Other than I was going to say that she's also one of arguably the best written characters of any TV show ever. That was going to be my troll, but I couldn't do it. I love her character. A lot of people have a lot of hate for her, and I don't know why. But what I really like about her, too, though, is because she was Maquis and not Starfleet mainly, she has a lot of style and experience that you wouldn't get at Starfleet. So Jordy is still kind of by the books. I mean, maybe right. not by, you know, the you know ninth and tenth movie, yeah. but, um, you know, she, she had to do some sketchy stuff that Starfleet would have been very mad about if they had been around, but saved the crew a few times. Yeah, my, so my second thought for Engineer that wasn't on your list was hmm. Voyager era Barclay. Since he was the one actually back at Starfleet who who inevitably got them home by building the uh, the whatever array thing, he is brilliant. I worry about his stability though. I know, but you know that makes for a good show. If we're talking <laughs> about ratings show. potential. But would you want to be on the ship if he was your engineer? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not unless Troy was also there to uh, calm him down every day, bring him to his happy place. Yeah. Any any other thoughts, Chris? Nah, the only one that I chose with is because he's he's a fellow Scotsman. I went with Scotty. Mm. You know, I'm a Scot. Literally my last name. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just... I, the Scottish are clever. <laughs> they are. No, I am too. My last name is Stuart. My second choice, though, was actually O'Brien. Yeah. O'Brien, he was kind of like an everyman. Like, he was... He yeah, suffered He was a dick so to everybody on He DS9. was, but still, he he was the guy that kind of... He wasn't, I think, he wasn't enlisted or something. He didn't have any he, kind of rank. He's just... Yeah. He was, like, a commissioned or something like that. He was not he, a commissioned officer. He was not a commissioned officer. officer. Yeah. And so, like, he... Um, he he kind of was separate from the rest of the crew in that mm-hmm. he, he kind of represented the everyday he individual. Did. And so people who were watching the show who weren't you know, any kind of military or, or naval background of any kind could could empathize with a character who, who didn't have that, you know, because he came in without having it either. It's a good point. I mean, he did have to keep DS9 running basically by himself with a bunch mm-hmm. of Cardassian tech that he didn't really know. But he is kind of racist against Cardassians. Yes, he is. And that's a big plot thread. Unapologetically so. <laughs> really. I mean, yeah, he was, he was you know, captured and tortured for a long time. Like, So I'm not saying he, you know, he wasn't treated poorly, but... <laughs> He's just um, like a lot of people's World War II grandpas where it's like, all right. A little bit. It's like, thanks for a serving your country, but relax. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's, I guess we should probably then uh, kind of come up with a, a vote here. So we've got a vote for Jordy. We've got a vote for who are you gonna, are you going with O'Brien? I'm gonna go with O'Brien. You're going with O'Brien. We got good. Bolana. Uh, I'm gonna do Bolana. Bolana, three for Bolana. Yeah. I, I'm really just like trying to be swayed by you guys, so you <laughs> okay. can convince me. I'm on your side. All right, fair enough. That's my only argument. Like, like that's the only one I have any argument on. So. <laughs> I, I have an invested interest in Bellana because, first of all, she's the only female to hold this role. And that's a big deal when you look at how varied and diverse Star Trek usually is. It, mm-hmm. It's surprising that another female hasn't done any of that. So yeah. there's that. And while the Mary Sue is overall trash as a website, uh, there was this wonderful article about romances and fiction that were not trite, that were not undeserved, and her and Tom Paris had a very good romance and was summed up and it, it made that article made me want to learn more about them together so 
I like Balana as a character, and I'd mm-hmm. want her on a ship with me. So fair enough. Okay, so what role should we pick next? Let's see. We did uh, medical. We did science. Yes. Uh, security? No, we did we did medical and engineering. Oh, medical and engineering. Yeah. But security, security is a good one. Um, so t- uh, tactical slash chief of security because you know in the original series they didn't have a, a you know, chief of security really. It's a so. small ship, mm-hmm. big landing party. I mean, on the show they didn't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> in the later movies, maybe. Yeah, it, it changed a little bit. Um, so who has a recommendation for this role? Anybody? Nobody? I mean, I, I can go. Go, yeah, no. Please, Derek. <laughs> Odo. Yeah. Odo. Odo. He, he's a shapeshifter, and he's just really badass. Like, he's a hard ass. He, he keeps the tightest ship when it comes to security. Hmm. I adore Worf. I adore Michael Dorn. If I was on a ship with Michael Dorn, I would just want to hug him all day long. And drink prune juice. But too. Odo, I would follow Odo's rules. Like, <laughs> Worf doesn't really have any rules. It's just be honorable or die. Those right. are his rules. Also get constantly shut down for wanting Sounds to like kill a Sith, everything. You know, you dealing in absolutes all there. the time. Have you seen the supercut of yeah, so no <laughs> Worf? He is told no more than any like, chief At least it wasn't shut up. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, no, I'm totally with you on Odo. Uh, he he's an amazing detective. He's incredibly good at solving crimes on board DS9. He, the shape shifting ability means he can hide really easily, and he can work really well in a fist fight. Which uh, you know that's the the big trope in Star Trek was always if you want an alien to look tough, just have him throw Worf across the bridge. Right? right? <laughs> that's how you did it. Odo never really had to deal with that. He just got to always win, really. Um, so I, I would go with Odo as well. So three for Odo right off the bat, you guys. Do you guys want to switch? I, I mean, as much as you all mentioned Worf, he was my pick, but only because I knew him the most. Uh, it, it, the other ones I was not as well familiar with. The only real downside for Odo is that later on he was very susceptible to the, the Dominion stuff. It's true. And he did some real shady, like, switching sides, so his, his loyalty is, is definitely in question. And you never really see him, like, he doesn't go out on the Defiant. You don't see him as part of a crew. He's more of a station head of security. Yeah, he is the constable, after all. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, I mean, the founder thing is kind of over, but that is important. Ryan, you've been very quiet on Mm -hmm. this round. Oh, uh, I picked uh, Lieutenant Wesley Crusher from the episode Parallels, where he served this position in a quantum reality beneath Riker. Um, so for the record, that's one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. So nice try. <laughs> I think he'd be a great security officer. It's in a, a parallel fun. universe. In a parallel, in a parallel universe, universe. Or any universe, really. Sure, sure, sure. Did he wear the same sweater? No. Sweater. Not the same sweater, unfortunately. Oh my god, I'm going to do sexy Wesley Crusher. There you go. <laughs> Done. Again, I think that's happened already. He'd appreciate it, though, I'm sure. Um, Okay, so we're going to go with, uh, we've got three for for Odo, so I think, so Odo wins that one, so first DS9 win. As long as he takes some time with Worf to learn proper weapon systems. (laughs) You don't see him use those very often. No, you don't. It's a good point. Um, Okay, next up. Uh, Helm. Let's do Helm. Let's do Helm Control, then. Okay, Helm, Navigation, Con... Who wants to uh, throw someone out there? I'm going to go with Weasley. Because that's, 
He could just move. Because I spelled it wrong and nobody Which pointed one, it out. Uh, I'm not a Weasley. Yeah. Yeah. I spelled it wrong on our list. No. Uh, so. I, I would 100% always vote Sulu. Or really? Love of George Takei. How many other helmsmen on here are also expert fencers? Yeah, with collapsible katanas from the movie. Right. That's true. It's a good point. But we don't really get to see his piloting skills nope. a whole lot. Nope, this is just biased because I love Takei. That's, that's my enough. only argument. See, that's why, for me, I kind of want to pick Tom Paris because he's shown through the shows to be the best pilot of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, in like, fact, if you they just broke him want out of the Voyager crew... <sighs> Then we can do that. I don't, though. That's the weird thing. I mean, I picked Odo on the last one. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, I mean, then you, of course, have Wesley, and he is the smartest person on board other than Data. That's, so, that's true. He I mean, makes us adults. He also can, like, teleport and and bend reality. If, if we're going, like, true, true Wesley Crusher. That's true. He's, like, a small deity in that world. I mean, he was correcting mistakes before he was even in the Academy, so... Maybe as he yeah. got, I mean, he he has more potential than Tom does, so I think I'd have, maybe I'd go with Wesley, actually. He yeah. makes those adults look foolish. Yeah, and why weren't you guys using that argument when I had Wesley up there for the security officer? He could have been two roles on there. <laughs> Wesley was, is everything. He was a security officer in one episode. Doesn't change him. One example of the future, and there were like Doesn't ten change futures, him. So He has the same powers. Allegedly. I mean, we don't know that. It was a parallel universe. Whatever. Yeah, I don't think he would have found the uh, weird spirit guide who taught him how to step through time and space. I agree. (laughs) What do you guys know? So, I'm going to say Wesley. Who else is voting? Hmm? I have some some input. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Ryan. Um, I'd like to nominate Lieutenant David Bailey. Who? Uh, I don't even remember who that is. He was from the original (laughs) series. Uh, You've stumped him. He was underneath Kirk. Apparently, um, he was the whole crew was initially go on initially. <laughs> that works. Initially relieved of duty for a near nervous breakdown, he requested permission to return to his work, even though the ship was apparently seconds from being destroyed. And because of that, Kirk uh, could positively assess his character and fitness for bridge duty. And so, I think that he would be a great fit on my dream crew. You got a weird crew there. Hey, don't worry about my crew, Derek. I bet they'd take yours down. Unlikely. <laughs> Very likely. You haven't heard all my picks. So, so no. another thought for this is um, data for his scanning for life signs life signs song from uh, which which movie was that? Generations. Generations. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. That's funny. Chat actually suggested data just before you said something uh, because he is not susceptible to the human issues. And uh, you know, as they show in multiple episodes, everybody passes out from some alien influence, and he's just dandy. Uh, you do have the lore problem, though. Yeah. You know, where lore can take over from time to time because people can't tell the difference. Yeah, every once in a while, Data can get a, a firmware update and <laughs> lose his mind. <laughs> I, Data's an interesting pick, though, because, I mean, obviously he's faster than everybody else as far as having to make decisions. Um, but he wasn't fast enough in, in the episode where they had to have the... Sh- no, that was Voyager, so never mind. It wasn't... Uh, he wasn't fast enough to stop yeah. Voyager. He wasn't fast enough to stop Voyager. Sent him to the whatever point. <laughs> um, Data's a good one. I like Data. I didn't have him on the list for this role. So that's that's a good... Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't choose him for helm over second officer, but in his second officer role, he, it was off often at the helm, so... When, when Wesley wasn't. Right, when Wesley yeah. was finally gone. That's a, that's a good point. Any other thoughts, guys? 
like data. We could go with a, a with a data. We could go with a data. Okay. I'm good with this. Yeah, because I mean, if if we put data at the helm, then that frees up my my second officer pick for someone else. It does kind of stack the deck a bit, which I like. Yeah, because that second officer spot, I had a lot of choices that were overshadowed by data. Okay, so we have three for data. Anybody else? Just consider my option. Just David Bailey. Yeah, anyone? We, anybody? <laughs> just want? Okay. Anyone? It's sure. okay. It's good. <laughs> I get it. Any, any thoughts? No, because like the only reason I chose mine was because I just liked the character. <laughs> Who? Uh, I actually chose Chekhov. <laughs> but not the original Chekhov. I actually chose the Anton Yelchin Chekhov. <gasps> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you can't let that sway your no. vote. No, on, no, right. no, no. Don't let it sway your vote. I'm just saying. I just I heard just, in Rachel's voice that she was getting ready to let it sway her vote. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're don't, going. Don't listen to me, Rachel. We're going with the right end. That's we're pretty going, much a good rule for but, the time. But, I mean, I, I just, I preferred his his uh, version of Chekhov at the helm more than I did the original. That's good. Okay, so Data's going to get the win on votes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the uh, the helm navigation con officer. So let's... Um, Wait, quick question before we move on. Can, can we actually make that as, as part of a point, like a selling point? The actor who played them, if like... I mean, you can try... Okay. Probably not going to sway me. I, yeah. I <laughs> maybe. maybe. Well, you every, saw every how pick, close, every pick you saw how close that happened just FYI. now. I mean, it didn't work for Jordy. LeVar Burton is, you know. Yeah. Right. Every pick that Derek has made has won, just so you guys know. Oh, Except God. Data. Um, but one of well, yours has won. He just picked Data. Hasn't one of yours won as well? Just because I presented a better argument than you did. <laughs> you presented your argument first. Let's do first officer. Oh, okay. We're starting up there then. Okay. Yeah. First officer. Always and forever Spock. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> 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 the only way he's not your first officer is if you made him your captain. Right? <laughs> like, that's the only excuse that's acceptable. Right. Wait, so, wait. Brian? What's on your sheet? Hmm? Brian? <laughs> wait, did everybody else pick one person? Yeah. yeah. Oh. But we're listening. Go I ahead. had uh, Chakotay. Chakotay. Because right. I think his spirit guide would be helpful. <laughs> Now look, his spirit guide is actually helpful on a regular and basis. And it's not a bear. And no. we know that. He has some advantages because he's actually a captain. You're getting a captain as your first Yeah, officer, because so. in an alternate timeline, he was captain of Voyager after Janeway was killed by a chroniton torpedo in a Krenum attack in the episode before and after. And the year of hell. Um, but uh, he actually was a captain in the first episode of Voyager before his oh, ship perfect. was destroyed. So, um, rebel captain. That's true. Mr. Maquis. He's a good pick. Yeah. Spirit guide. I mean, how do you beat that, really? Don't make fun of him. Chakotay does a lot of really good stuff. He was a uh, really undervalued character, I think. He was also a character that was written to be every stereotype for Native Americans. You are right. And it was borderline a few times, but they were trying Mm -hmm. to do something different. I think it was over the border a few times, but... They were trying. It did not necessarily succeed all the time. Okay. I ship him and Janeway. Totally. They should be a thing. Yeah. All right, I'd watch that porn. So we're going, we're going with Spock as our first officer to shock the world. Mm. All right, so um, let's let's do our counselor because I think that's an interesting role. This one, Is this one, I chose one? Troy. Troy, yeah, yeah Troy. Troy. Really? The reason I, I picked her is because she has uh, empathic and telepathic abilities, which I believe were very helpful uh, to Picard and making several decisions. So. She can do it through a viewing screen. Mm-hmm. 
That's, that's the thing that never made any sense. It's like she always seemed to have this location-based sense. Know. But then it's like, oh, you're a light year away. Mm, he's lying. Those first few episodes, though, when they had her do that, it was like, Captain, he seems nervous. Like, it, it wasn't exactly the most pinpoint. <laughs> well, so that's... Like reading expression. That's where my... Sounds more obvious. That's what I like to call her. Well, I thought that was on your sheet. <laughs> I actually wrote that down. I actually have that was season was that She's not my vote, but that was an argument against her. That, that's my <laughs> Stacey obvious constantly, and that's about the only thing she does. And that's my argument against her. She can kind of vaguely feel emotions because she's only half Beta Z. Whereas Guinan, on the other hand, can sense things across changes in the timeline. How did those four episodes with Whoopi Goldberg work out for you? Hmm? She's the one who gets Picard together with Kirk in Generations. She saves the ship in yesterday's Enterprise. Q is afraid of her. Who isn't afraid of Whoopi Goldberg? Right. I'm afraid of her right now. Q is a god and he is afraid of her. Which. She's hundreds of years old. She's gaudier than he is. Yeah, I made that up. Troy is a half telepathic person. But she okay. has such a zany mom. Right. Who makes mom. for such it's good major. Can her mom be the counselor then? Because <laughs> no, no, she's the, the counselor the too. Yeah. She's also Gene Roddenberry's wife, which makes I think Troy I Gene Roddenberry's okay, go ahead. daughter. Um, so I had Porthos from Enterprise um, as my pick. Porthos okay. is a dog. Yes, so it's, it's Captain know. Archer's no, beagle. It is Captain uh, Archer's because dog. what's better for counseling people than a cute beagle? Or any dog. I don't know if counseling is a word you're looking for. It's counseling. Service dog. But but he's only available to Archer. What about the rest of the crew? That's okay. Well, it's a canon character that could be a counselor. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying. Well, we could, uh, in this dream, none of this is going to happen. All these characters aren't going to be together in any reality. So we just kind of imagine it into this reality. Other than providing emotional support, like what else is he bringing to the table? He's a cute dog. He's showing so some aggression sometimes, so he could probably I mean, defend that's, that's people. That's more of an Beagles are very smart. Than a counselor. Let, let me ask you a question. What if Archer doesn't become our captain? Do we still get Porthos? Yes, it's a dream thing. These, I'm these just characters asking. are not I'm just you can combine Remember, This entire team is hypothetical. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you're like <laughs> making rules up for this that you aren't making Look, for anybody else. I wanted to ask the question. Janeway had a dog. Uh-huh. Um, I wanted to ask the question because I didn't want there to be a string tied later where if we picked Porthos, we no, had to pick Archer. Absolutely not. <laughs> what makes you think I have Archer down as my captain? Well, um, I mean, chat, uh, Sam says that Beagles do have a great sense of Thank smell. Thank you, chat. I think you which are is, great. Is, and you should be here every week. Thoughts? Can they smell that too? Yeah. We don't know. I mean, it's never shown, but I assume they can. They have a great Did sense of smell. Say? Dogs can smell fear. They can yeah. smell cancer. That too. See? So medical the Chief medical. No, that's all. <laughs> this dog is Archer, filling every role. I'm pretty sure he's a good navigator too. Yeah, just, what about the helm? Right? I mean, dogs are great navigators. Just stick his nose out a window. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, okay, so my vote if is... Porthos doesn't get let, this. Let's, just, let's tally up some votes so we know where we stand here. So I'm voting for Guinan. We, in chat, somebody said we just need to make sure we bring a poop bag. And dogs can smell drugs. All and accurate. That, yeah. I'm pretty sure they screen people before they put them on the ship. So. Not every time, though. Right. Actually, Did they screen the dogs? There aren't really a lot of drug episodes of Star Trek. Well, there's the game that Wesley brought aboard, but I don't think... No, no, brought Riker. Oh, Riker brought yeah, that Riker brought it aboard. Of course, Is that a Riker. Riza thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Riza's such a... It's a Riker place. Yeah. Um, Five of scum and villainy. 
<laughs> so who are you guys voting for then? Porn Fellas. We got one for Troy. Troy. Oh, three Troys. You guys are freaking... Uh, come on. Help so me Troy, out Troy is our I'm counselor. trying to troll Derek. Hey, you guys aren't helping He didn't me. win this round. I didn't. It's true. You're Sorry. welcome. Well, he should have voted for Porthos. <laughs> You're not going to let this go. We still would have lost. No, because I could have convinced Rachel. I feel like I was close. <laughs> I was real close. All right. Um, so next up, we have... Let's see. You guys want to do our communications officer? Sure. sure. It's kind of a shorter list because that was a role that didn't exist in all the shows. Um, I'm I'm going to go out there and I'm actually going to say Hoshi. And I know that a lot of people hate on that character and she was not a very well written character. But she did have to on the spot translate alien languages she never heard without the assistance of a computer. So I actually have that exact same reasoning. She had the mind. whole computer translation thing. Not in the movie. Oh, in 5? In, <laughs> no, in one of the... Uh, oh, nine. Yeah. The, oh. in, not beyond. In Into the, Darkness? In the O9 one, she does tell the difference between Romulan and Vulcan. Mm. She can't. All three dialects. All three dialects. That's true. But Hoshi essentially invented the translation program that was used in later Star Trek. Mm. That's a good enough reason for me. No, I had that. I, that was my pick. I they, didn't have anything to troll you with on that one because there's literally <laughs> nobody to pick from. So other than like three characters, there's, there's three characters. Yeah. I have good reasons for all of them. Hoshi, I I named my bunny after her. Um, oh, then uh, <laughs> yeah, solid reason. Right there. Ahura was you know one of the first black women on TV that wasn't a maid, and Harry Kim never got the girl. And was never promoted, and was never given any love, and he was just a really cool guy. He was the Jordi of his day. (laughs) Right. Now look, if if push comes to shove, I'm taking Ohura, because she's a badass, but... I I voted for Ohura, to be honest. You know, but when it comes to straight-up communications, I'd rather have Hoshi out there, because if we come across an alien that we've never met before, and the computer has no idea what to do, she would be able to translate. I think that's fair. That's a good reason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Uhura has a really good band dance, though. She does. Both versions of Uhura are very attractive. Not to mention the later version, you know, basically stared down many, many uh, 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 Klingons. Klingons? (laughs) That's that word. All right. Brain fart. So, we're we're kind of running low. We got our captain, our second officer, and then our wild card spot left. So, let's go with our second officer. Which also might be our science officer because mm-hmm. in the older shows that that was that what that was. Well, if if data's already been picked, and good so point. Spock. Mm-hmm. And, and Spock, so Spock. That does limit us a bit. We got two Vulcans and a Trill, and some others. Yeah. Well, Ryan, who's on your list? Yeah, uh, I'd like to nominate Lieutenant Reginald Barclay, aka Lieutenant Broccoli. Broccoli. Yeah, pretty, pretty rad. Yeah, uh, he served aboard the Enterprise D, Jupiter Station, Enterprise E, Project Voyager, USS Galen, and USS Challenger. He was second officer on the USS Challenger. And uh, obviously with that lineage for, you know, he was obviously amazing. Because every ship wanted him, you know. Uh, yeah, but that's one of those times where you have to take a second look at the resume, and it's like six months on each posting. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I had to make there was a lot of demand. The there was a lot of demand how many of those for such jobs a great. Did he, did he quit, and how many of those were he fired? From? I mean, and how many of those were entirely fuzzy. simulated? It's fuzzy, but I mean, or alternate timelines, right? He was obviously a very sought after character. He had to be on so many ships; they needed him, you know. So uh, he did they used to be really need him, or was he just like a warm body to fill the space? Oh, they needed uh, so, him. So let's have so, so slow, slow it down. No, needs, everyone needs to attack me at once. Derek. No, let's slow, no, slow please. it down. Please, everybody. Now, remember that, that Barkley was actually up in our conversation about Chief Engineer. Broccoli. Because of how brilliant he is. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, he did that almost... Was a command officer, though. <laughs> but that doesn't take away from well, the fact that he was a second officer. I mean, this is this is a little bit lower on the totem pole. He doesn't run engineering. Right. Right? He's not the first officer, you know? But he is brilliant. He has done things with technology that wasn't supposed to be possible. Right. He turned everybody on the ship into, uh, like, you know, creatures and stuff in the episode Genesis. Um, and he almost single-handedly created the the communication system to talk to Voyager. Yes, though the first, I think, three times we're introduced to him as a character on Next Generation, it's because he's, like, late for work, uh, he refuses to teleport, which is, impacts his ability to do his job, and then I think he's late for work again, because... Look, I hear, his... So you're complaining about some character development. Listen, the guy, <laughs> the guy is oh obviously God. sought after and a genius, yeah, he's just because he was scared I mean, of a teleporter once or twice. I mean, you know, Bones was yeah. afraid of the teleporter. Yeah, Bones was say, too. Gonna talk, it'd be like being afraid of flying. I'm saying in the chain of command... the future equivalent. Oh, you know, wow. if, if like two people get knocked out, then we have Barclay in charge yeah. of... Okay. Well, not I think it's great. Necessarily, I think it's great. Um, I mean, he's second officer, but depending on the situation, I mean, chief engineer could take that role. That's true. Um, but Troy is on board. Troy is on our that crew. That is true. So he could have daily or Troy's twice a day sessions if he needed to. Um, so I actually, I'm going to vote for Barkley. You know, okay. because you took away my. You voted for mine for in a previous role. I'm going to vote for Barkley too. Oh my god! Do you have a thought, Ray? Uh, Jadzia. And why? Because she's a badass. Okay, that's not a good answer. I mean, she's really cool. Broccoli's a badass, and too. Sh- she's really hot. <laughs> Terry Farrell is very hot. Um, I would say Jadzia if either Worf or Cisco were on board. And we haven't gotten a captain yet, but I would hate to see see Dax without, without any of her, uh, her buds. It's true. I mean, she would have Odo. That's... They didn't they have a lot of... Yeah. Yeah. I just, Jadzia doesn't really bring anything particularly unique to the table. She does have, because, I mean, we have Balana who is, a, who is oh, half Klingon. She can die unceremoniously. She can. That's true. She can do that. Because she doesn't want to re-up her contract. I, I'm not mad <laughs> about that. I just, you know. She had to be Becker. I would have liked to have seen her. I like Desiree Dax, too. So, you know, yeah. you got both, I guess. Uh, anyway. Um, but Dax, I mean, she's she's very smart. But really, her whole character is kind of centered around her relationship with Cisco. Yeah. And without Cisco, there's not a whole lot there because she has no one to tell all these stories to. Yeah. So, I'm definitely I'm going with Barkley. Oh my gosh. Broccoli's gonna win this one. Broccoli for the win. Oh, yeah. Fine. <laughs> I like it. I like Barkley. So. You keep saying it wrong. It's broccoli. You're saying it wrong. <laughs> no. Okay. Crusher said it wrong. So, um. We did our first officer already. Mm-hmm. So we're down to captain and wild card. So before we do our captain, because that's, of course, what we would end on, let's go with our wild card. So basically, these are characters who do not have official ranks through the show. Maybe they do in an alternate future timeline or something like that. But these are unranked officers. So the original series doesn't really have that. Uh, but the other shows, for the most part, do. So um, anybody want to throw somebody out? I had Whoopi Goldberg written down. <laughs> Just, just as herself. Yeah, just <laughs> and I also had Porthos in case we didn't pick him as counselor. Okay, anybody else? I had Rom. Rom? Because he was he's like a brilliant engineer. He's got a heart of gold. Uh, that's true. He's he's apparently a dynamite in the sack because he gets all the Dabo girls. Just just Lita. That's just true. Lita. 
It's cute. That's one of my favorite relationships on Star Trek. <laughs> sweet. I picked a uh, very undeveloped character because she's fairly new. I picked Jayla from the most recent film. Oh, the mm-hmm. black and white. Okay with that. Yeah, Kabuki. Yeah, because she was tough. She uh, she held her own against enemies and everything. Um, she was intuitive because she was able to figure out many of like the booby traps and whatnot uh, on like the old ship, the Franklin, I believe. Yeah. Uh, not to mention, halfway through the film, I was expecting her to not really pick a side. She was kind of the wild card throughout the whole thing. I didn't know if she was going to be good or bad or whatnot. It was it was kind of fun to watch a new character develop. So. Right. All right. So out on your list, I love Neelix. I love him so much. He's just a really great guy. Having a chef on board seems redundant with the replicator, but well, on Voyager, it made sense. Yeah, it so. did. <laughs> but I, I don't know. There are some good ones like Chapel, like Yeoman Rand. A dog's really cool, man. Yeah, dude, come on. Just as long as it's not Quark, because I hate him. I hate that actor. You haven't seen enough of DS9 yet. Trust me. No. He gets his due. It's great. Okay, so I've seen all of Buffy, and I still hate that actor. (laughs) Like, I don't care. Armin's great. I love Armin. Um, (laughs) I'm actually going to throw Seven of Nine into the ring here, because Mm. she has... Surprise. She has the entire knowledge of the Borg Collective. Mm. She actually, That's the reason she why, can, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she sleeps standing no, up. No, I believe you. I like, mean, his crushes are Crusher and Balana. That's oh, okay. it. Like, yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd we've kick seven talked out of bed, this. right? We've talked about that. He'd this. kick her out of bed, I'm sure. <laughs> seven of Nine has the entire knowledge of the Borg Collective. She also has Borg technology in her so she can create nanoprobes, with it, which were used countless times as plot uh plot devices on voyager and um she you know can create over shields and things like that can control the whole ship from parts of the ship that's not supposed to do that from uh, and things of that nature as far as contributing on a daily basis she can do more than most of these other characters can yeah but on a ship where we already have data mm-hmm. we need another hyper intelligent robot think about the two of them together Think about the two of them, like... <laughs> like, physically? Like, sure. I mean, Data slept with Yar, so... Derek has written a fan fiction on this. You can look it up on our website. Here Data expressly says he has fully functional he reproductive does. organs. Yes. And he does sleep with the Borg Queen, so this seems like the next step. Yeah, he does. Seven of Nine sleeps with Chakotay. So. No, they don't go that far in the show. <laughs> in, in Derek's dreams, they do. No, in the, in the books, it's kind of implied that they did, but... No, but uh, we're not going that's by the beta books, canon. are we? No, that's beta canon, so... <laughs> um, Alright, so we have to make a decision here so we can do our captains. Mm. Um, so who's who's up for the conversation here? So you've got oh Neelix. Yeah, Neelix is... Porthos. Jayla. Rom, Jay, we are completely split. There's no way they're all getting on. There's so, chat, room. chat's gonna have to help us out here. So, help us pick our wild card character. We've got Porthos, Jayla, um, Rom, Neelix. Neelix, and Seven of Nine. Yes. Do you like any of those, or would you like to throw another one into the ring? And Buster Props is Ryan, so <laughs> that doesn't count Whatever. in chat. But if somebody in chat wants to give us another Ooh, vote in the there, I'm gonna give you guys a minute to do that while we. We'll step on uh, onto the next one here, and we'll like go. Captain, back. then we can say the clear winner is not Quark. 
Thank no, you. the clear gag. Quark yeah. no, 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 no. and Cass do not I, get any love. I would have left. Um, now, <laughs> chat does suggest Q, which is kind of a fun which one. Which just splits it again, so... Well, that's a uh, villain. He's not always a villain. No, but... No, but he's not reliable enough Depends to be considered. on who the captain is. Like, <laughs> if we pick Cisco. <laughs> yeah, he does not want to be a villain the Janeway, that's for damn sure. So... <laughs> um, We got another pick. Porthos is not stepping foot onto this shit. He already did. <laughs> if that's two votes, he wins. I said we're giving people a minute. Oh, gosh. Here we go. So, captains. Oh, there's another um, vote for Porthos. Now, <laughs> coincidence. Because we have Spock as our first officer, he is not in the conversation for captain, mm-hmm. though he would have been eligible if we had not picked him as our first officer. Just want to make that clear. So, our official canon first uh, captains include in chronological-ish order... Uh, Kirk, Picard, Cisco, Janeway, and Riker. And you're Archer. missing one, but Archer. Just, no, you're missing another one. I did too. that for you. Uh, who? Are you no, going to put Pike? Are you going to no. put Pike in the okay. conversation? Because we can do that. If Pike you want. technically was a I mean, captain. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's technically he was the first captain. Okay, if you I want to get technical, we could put, we could put April in there too. You want a Robert April Maybe. in the conversation? I, you we'll know. get to that. All right, fine. So Rachel. Rachel, before Picard. Oh, the Enterprise C. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Because I share a name, and that's <laughs> That's it. a good reason. I mean, she does. I like send, it. She I does like send it. Her, if we're going based off of that, then I should be voting for Pike. She 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 does send her crew to their death to stop the Klingon war. So. Good on her. I mean, <laughs> maybe they deserve to die, Derek. You it's don't pretty know. hardcore. Yeah, maybe they were all racist. Yeah, you don't know. To be Klingons fair, they don't all racist. die. So. Well, she tried. They don't all die. She tried. Okay, so um, who else? Picard. 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 Two Picards. Cisco. You say Porthos again. Well, I'm sorry? T-Pole? Is that Okay, T-Pole. That one. T-Pole. Oh, yeah, there was an alternate timeline where she was a captain, and I think that she was uh, was going to be a great captain for no reason at all that I can argue. Okay. It's both, basically, if you've watched the show, which some people at the table haven't seen the show, uh, Enterprise. You may have heard of it. It's a Star Trek show. How did you um, not pick Archer? I don't understand. Because that was the obvious answer, Derek. <laughs> so I, I, I'm going to make I it. do love Archer, just FYI. But I vote with, I vote for Rachel. Okay. I'm actually going to throw not in... with Rachel. For no. Rachel. My Kelvin well, for Rachel. and with, I guess. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to put my uh, vote in for Janeway. Hmm. And while Picard is the captain that I would always want to be, Janeway had to... Uh, endure a lot more over the course of those seven years and take her crew through it with very few resources. And I feel like when push comes to shove, she was the best day-to-day. She was there for her crew emotionally when Picard really wasn't a lot of the time. Picard's the diplomat, right? Picard is the calm, collected, calculating guy who really only emotional outbursts is in first contact when he's about to lose his ship to the Borg, Right. But Janeway is always there emotionally other than uh, a couple small moments in the show. So she's got that open-door policy. She's friends with a lot of her crew members. And she sacrifices herself multiple times (laughs) to save her ship, Um, including, you know... So does Picard. So does Picard a couple of times. But she she dies a lot (laughs) on that show. Uh, You know, whether it was the Year of Hell or even uh, Endgame... Um, she did have lizard babies. She had lizard babies with Tom Paris, which I feel like, you know... That's punishment. She's the mother of dragons. That's... <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, 
Uh, Picard's an archaeologist. True. He went undercover on a covert mission, mission like behind enemy lines and Romulus or whatever that two-part episode was. He had fusing pitons and climbed a cliff. That was so cool. <laughs> true, true. But, I mean, Janeway is, the, is a scientist. I mean, she's a genius when it comes to the technical structure of the ship. The conversations her and Balana have, I mean, Picard could not have talked on that level if they needed to rebuild an engine in the middle of space. No, but Picard could listen to his own engines and know if they were out of calibration. That which, is true. Which is amazing. To <laughs> something Use, the size using of city sonar to, to assess the, you know, the, just from the, the stability of his own ship. I'm That's just saying. true. When he was at the Academy, he could uh, figure out a, a point three. Picard, Picard was basically so. Daredevil. Uh, a little, a little bit. Um, no, I mean that, that that's true, but you know, most of the time he delegated. True, but that that kind of comes down to the question: If Picard was in the same situation as Janeway, would he have fared as well? And I think, I think he would have done okay. It's it's kind of who who was the best captain for their situation, mm-hmm. and of course, if it's the flagship of the or of the Federation, Picard is the super diplomat. If it's weird frontier ship that gets thrown in the middle of space with a bunch of Maquis, Janeway is the rough and ready, you know. Very true. I think I think that's why I go with Janeway though, because Picard was given everything. All I the feel time. like you guys could argue about this for like all right. the rest of the podcast. Let me yeah. just finish my one point, and then you guys can provide yours. Okay. No, well, I don't need. I have my. Yeah, my point. It's just you oh, well, arguing well, back and forth the whole time now. Captain Rachel or no, okay. no, it's oh. not Captain Rachel. Well, okay. Um, Whose is yours then? I mean, ideally, I'd want Cisco on okay. my ship because I want to nail him over and over and over again. I love Cisco. Okay, <laughs> Avery Brooks is an attractive guy, so that's fine. He was on DS Nine. I don't know if he still is. He's kind of a hermit, so he looks basically I'm sure the same. He's doing great. He's aged very well. Okay, so, I, I trust you. Um, any other reason than that? No. I mean, <laughs> Okay, so Picard and I come from the same Scottish clan. Yeah. Patrick Stewart and I. That I totally have the Ancestry.com to prove that. Uh, so, but Picard's yeah. French. Yes, Picard is a Frenchman. She's I, talking about the act. I know. There are multiple <laughs> aspects of this. I haven't always been a Trekkie, so I don't have years of this as a fandom I, to go off of. I go off of like my love for the character. And, you know, you make great points about Janeway. Her being the first female captain and them just basically sending them out into the middle of nowhere and making her survive all this is pretty impressive. But, you know, I think when it comes down to it, minus his like bored PTSD, I would work under Picard the best. So is your vote for Picard then? Mm -hmm. I think so. I think so. Okay. Are you Picard too? Oh, yeah, I was Picard. Okay, so we have three Picards. Yes, we do. Well, then I guess it's Picard. That was diplomatic. So I was going to vote for Archer. (laughs) You can. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. All right, so Picard is our captain. Um, And it looks like, according to chat, uh, Porthos now has three votes. Then I think Porthos is a good wild card. Um, Having a dog on board is fantastic. I feel like I should have suggested Spot then, Data's cat. No, no, no. too late. So Porthos, for some strange reason, ends up on our show. You can run around through all the Jeffrey's tubes. Just imagine if, just like, you're in the middle of a a briefing and then just a dog comes out of the wall. I love it. Perfect. I love it. 
So uh, just a quick kind of rundown here. So our captain is Captain Picard with First Officer Spock. Our Chief Medical Officer is the EMH Doctor from Voyager. Our Chief Engineer is Balana. Our Tactical uh, Officer or Chief of Security is Odo. Our Second Officer slash Science Officer is Reginald Barkley. Our Helm Navigation Con Officer is Data. Our Communications Officer is Hoshi. And our Counselor is Troy with Porthos as our unranked crew member, um, which is interesting there. So... Um, you can make Luna a uh, yeah. costume of it. She could be. It's uh, happening. Yes. Do it. So I think uh, TNG wins as far as uh, how many characters we have. You know, Barkley's kind of been on a couple of sh- shows, but technically so is Troy uh, and yeah. Spock. Not as not as crew though. But we did get one Enterprise. We actually have somebody from every show, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. That's that doesn't great. always happen. So yeah, dog. I do. Oh, and Porthos. Yeah, and, and Porthos. Porthos. And yeah. Koshi, yeah. Right. Um, so that that is our crew. Now we are basically we're we're kind of out of time. Yeah. We, we didn't oh, get we didn't to do a quick rundown. We didn't no. get to our second part here. Big surprise. That's mm. okay. How do you want to handle that? We can all just, just like go listen. through really fast. Oh, okay. I've been figuring out mine from the beginning. Okay. Well, I was hoping to, to be swayed with debate. I don't really. Well, have I mean, a list. we could just That's read okay. it and list so. why we chose them. Okay. All right. So the next part here was we were going to build our all-star sci-fi crew, which meant that uh, characters from all of science fiction, not just Star Trek, um, to kind of build a, a crew based off of that, filling mainly these positions, not necessarily that specific, of course. Um, and uh, I don't really have a list for that because I was well, since have you don't have a list, so people have actually did the prep work yeah. and made a list. So go can, ahead. Yeah, we can go through it, and you can just pick your favorite, and boom, yeah. Done. And let you made a list too. I did. Okay, so somebody. So where are we starting? Ryan, you go first. Who, yeah. what, what, what what position are we starting at? Just, uh, whatever just you want. Let's yeah. stop at the top. Start at the top. I, Captain, I picked uh, Corbin Dallas from Fifth Element. Love it. Oh, okay. Yeah, he shows a lot of uh, a lot of skills in that sh- in that movie. He has a list of weapons and equipment that he's familiar <laughs> with. That's literally like six feet long and uh, just generally shown as a good tactician. He's good at dealing with people and killing aliens. So yeah, that's I think it's great. perfect. Though he does have zero points on his license. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing he's not the navigator. Yeah, he's not at the helm. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> All right, who else? Uh, my Our captain. captain. Uh, I chose Malcolm Reynolds from Firefly and Serenity. Uh, he's kind of a, a tough veteran uh, from the war. He's he's someone who can make uh, decisions. He's he cares about his crew, but he also knows how to uh, he also knows how to make tough decisions when it comes down to it. So nice. I am going after the boyfriend's heart. I picked Captain Stephen Hillard from Independence Day. Hmm. Aww. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I didn't play the cheap card. I played the card for somebody that I thought would actually make a good captain of a I starship. I had two rules for mine. He would make a good captain. Mm-hmm. I think he'd make a great okay. captain. First of all, uh, two rules for my list. I had no repeats, and they had to step on board a spaceship before like mm-hmm. it couldn't just be from blade runner or something mm-hmm. i i picked spaceship mm-hmm. okay likewise so. i i tried to avoid avoid things that weren't at least space related no. <laughs> well i picked just such a little sci-fi so. that's fine okay but that's corbin fine. dallas is set up it's yeah, yeah. 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 So multiple ones you're good i'm solo yeah good okay one. i figured that had to be on somebody's list absolutely he's, you know he's there when he needs to be there awesome pick Derek. Oh, I have to pick from this list? Yeah. Okay. Well, if I'm picking from this list, I think I have to go with Malcolm Reynolds yes. as far as Captain <laughs> is concerned. 
So, because okay. he's actually the, the only one who's actually been a captain of a crew on wow. the list. So you can stay here tonight. Well, wow, Captain Hunt, what me? He's really good for being a little thing. <laughs> so you know. Okay. All right. Um, who's next on your list? Uh, right? First officer, I okay. had the T eight hundred from Terminator. Oh, okay. which which one? Like any of the any of the Arnold any of the Arnold. I would probably go Terminator two. One where he's I'd trying to kill people. Or, okay. Obviously, because you know you don't want one that's just going to kill the entire crew. But yeah, T eight hundred. Obvious Ideally. reason. As long he's as a computer. As long as you're not Sarah Connor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. he, he's he's got a lot of uh, good benefits. He's obviously good at everything because he's an android, and you know, not diction. That's true. <laughs> he, does, he does have a weird accent, but. Mm-hmm. All right, that's good. Chris? Uh, for mine, I picked Dr. Lazarus from Galaxy Quest. It's Alan Rickman. He brings kind of a gravitas to the role, but he has a nice dry wit whenever you need it. Uh, not to mention, when things actually got serious, he got serious. So he did a better him. medical officer than the first time. Mm, no, because I have a good medical officer. Okay. By Grapthar's Hammer. By Grapthar's Hammer. I know what Derek's <laughs> picking. Uh, my first officer is Trongalila. Mm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. That wrist device that can do anything. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. true. Absolutely. Like check her email. Yeah. <laughs> I chose Ford Prefect from no, the Checkers no, Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, oh, that's also right. a good one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like that's a good. Because no matter what situation you're in, he'll he'll know how to. Right. But she's still there. She's again from the shop. I'm gonna have to go with Leela. That was okay. a surprise. Okay. Yeah, I love Leela. Leela. <laughs> Ray, Ray and I were going to do gender bent cosplays, and I was going to be Leela, and she was going to be Fry. Oh, that's because I am Fry. And I'm kind of Leela. Yeah, you're really Leela. I mean, it's the one eye that really gives it away, I think. Purple hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Chief right. Medical Officer is the only one that I have that doesn't fit into the role of sci fi, so I can concede if that's if that's going to come from. <laughs> it's uh, Dr. Gregory House. Ooh. I, I mean, it's, kind, it's kind of sci-fi. I mean, there's some really <laughs> weird science fiction stuff that happens in that show, but yeah, Soccer Gregory House. Mostly because I'd like to see him interact with some of the other people on my list, but yeah. Him and Bones in the same room would be weird. Right. Him and anybody in the same room would be weird. I mean, he just he makes it awkward with everybody. Okay, alright. I went with Dr. Zoidberg. Me too. too. Dr. John No, I, the reason I went with him is because he's had... Uh, a long career as a as a doctor, and he is a licensed doctor, despite what many people want to argue. He's a bad, uh, he's a bad he's human a, doctor. He's a bad human doctor, but he's a good alien doctor. That's so. true. That's true. So far, my crew has two humans, though. What about Zoidberg? <laughs> that might change. That might change. Know. And it's two humans and one Zoidberg. <laughs> right? Uh, Dr. Lazarus from Galaxy Quest. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's I got Zoidberg. Yeah. Oh, you also had Zoidberg. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Um nice. that's a tougher one for me, to be honest. Uh oh, here let me let me change it just so there's more variety for you. Simon Tam. As if anybody oh. wants Simon Tam on their ship. Simon Tam's my favorite character. Oh, he's such a wiener. <laughs> You heard it here, folks. Um, see, I think with with these four, I kind of have to go with Zoidberg because yeah, Doctor yeah. Lazarus wasn't actually a doctor. No, he, he was, was just not. an actor. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm gonna. I guess I. I guess I go Dr. with Zoidberg. House was an actual actor. Yeah, but an he's doctor, not, not an actor. <laughs> but I don't know if I want him on my spaceship. I feel mm-hmm. like I'd want to push him out. The Viking but he's the best. Minute. I mean, only when it's not lupus. Like sometimes it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one time, one time it was lupus, and it was an afterthought. 
Right. Okay. Chief Engineer. Okay. Uh, Dr. Egon Spangler. Nice. Uh, I think once he adapted to a futuristic technology, he would be able to do amazing things with it. Obviously, the things he was able to do with the technology mm-hmm. in the 1980s was pretty incredible and way beyond his time. So Now, would this should be powered by ghosts? Could be. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to write the whole story. That's on somebody else. But <laughs> then we, we can do that for an episode. Yeah, sure, we can do that for an episode. Yeah, Egon, I think, is, our, is the obvious choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my engineer, I actually chose Rocket Raccoon, me Guardians too. of the Galaxy. We are on the <laughs> You and me, buddy. Okay. No, uh, only because <laughs> he's he's got a vast knowledge of alien technology, not just uh, like primitive Earth technology. Because of course he knows anything that that's that was I feel like that was a jab was at a me. <laughs> but Egon has been shown to be able to do things that no other person could even think of doing. So I feel like he'd be a, a, able to adapt as the situation was. But has necessary. he fought Thanos? Has he fought Thanos? Can Rocket Raccoon no, beat a ghost? He but, did. But, he did fight. Yeah, I mean, he did answer, fight Zool. And the yeah. answer is really simple: Is Spangler a trash panda? And the answer is no. no. <laughs> and he's defeated a god. So, <laughs> yeah. and the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. That's true. It. Although he was terrified beyond the capacity for rational thought. So it happens. Now, the only reason I picked Rocket as well is because he's able to. Um, he's able to think on his feet. Like he's. He's made and, and engineered devices and weapons like in in minutes, like sure. like in in the moment, in the heat of battle, in like heavy situations. He's able to think on his feet. That is true. All right, so i I put Kaylee Fry from Serenity. Mm-hmm. Oh, so messy though. As <laughs> But, uh, and I picked Rocket for security officer because I felt the weapons weren't best mm-hmm. for that. that and true. I, I wanted to different in- security officer. I wanted to include Rocket. I didn't think anyone else on board the Milano is really useful <laughs> to anybody else. I thought Rocket has the most use. So I wanted him on board no matter what. So I just kind of shoehorned him mm-hmm. in. So. Okay. Yeah. So I had Rocket. You had Rocket? Okay. Well, um, my, my, my pick from this group is, is definitely Kaylee. So. Hmm. What okay. now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we want to do security next? Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure, okay. But also for chief of security, I had uh, Judge Dredd. Mm-hmm. Because yes. in that movie, he's shown to be able to do amazing things with basically just two people and uh, very little ammunition and, and just using his wits. This matters. And his tactical mind. Sylvester or Carl? Carl. Yes. Because that movie, uh, see, you had me. No, no, no. You had me. You were <laughs> really in. I think that Dread was a better display of why he would be a good uh, security officer. It shows taxi- tactics, his intelligence, and his ability to adapt to situations. All you had to better. do is look at me and say, he is no. the law. And <laughs> <laughs> if I lose because I picked the Dread movie over Judge Dread, then I'm sorry. I take that loss. <laughs> Fine. Uh, for security and tactics, uh, I chose Ender from Ender's Game. Because um, I thought he would be a good statistician and, and tactician when it came to like, but is he old enough to enlist on my ship? Was Wesley? I mean, he was older. Wesley didn't make the Wesley list. Wesley Crusher was like what fourteen when he started out on the show. Yeah, yeah but Ender's eight. <laughs> but but like, does it really matter? This is a hypothetical situation. I, I I'm just asking. <laughs> Also, given that it's, hey, given you guys crucified me for freaking bringing Porthos see, into it. So Ender see over the console. That's you know Does, he doesn't need to. He's got he's got an H to heads up display. Also, okay. Ender has to change his personality after the events of the first book because he's largely seen by humanity as a as a villain. Mm-hmm. It's true. So it's, I just oh, I chose him because he, he's he got superior shot one tactical. gun the one time and it was seen as a failure. So 
But I mean, you never you, you see him fight in a shower like once, and you see him do some like stuff in a simulation room. And yeah. other than that, he thinks it's a video game. Right at the end of the movie, he doesn't even realize it's real till the end. So the coolest stuff about, he does is in the later books, and it's not that. Uh, I was talking about the movie. So, I've only read the first book. I mean, but. when he's psychically projecting child forms of his siblings, yeah, that was weird. Into a weird psychic spaceship. I don't know. Orson Scott Card kind of lost the plot on that one. <laughs> he's an odd guy. He's a, he's an odd guy that likes to write about nude children a little too much. Yeah, that's fair. Ray? Rocket. I said that. Oh, you said Rocket. Yeah. I'm sorry. And Jeremy? Oh, this is for Security Officer. I said yeah. Spike Spiegel. Oh, from Cowboy Bob. Yeah. Oh, I've never seen that. Uh, he knows Kung Fu, and uh, <laughs> he's very chill. <sighs> well, I think I'm going to have to go with Dread. Mm. I think I got to go with Dread. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Push comes to shove. If you, if you watch Cowboy Bebop, you disagree. Yeah, I mean that's my asterisk. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that, so I can't. I can't say mm-hmm. for sure. So, next role, uh, science officer. Okay, uh, I had Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty. Ooh, uh, he's basically the smartest one. man in the galaxy, and alien aliens keep trying to abduct him to get technology from him because he's so smart and he's made technology beyond anything they could ever dream of. No, he can't be. He he, he has played. It was, if you've seen season three, he's sat and done things he didn't he want to do. The one team he was on, he murdered. Okay, but I mean, he did work with them for a little bit. I'm just saying that <laughs> I think his benefits... Tore them apart he, does, he doesn't kill everybody. Yeah. He doesn't kill everybody, He doesn't right? kill everybody. Sometimes I mean, he works with new, people and doesn't survives. kill them. Yeah, new back there. It's important that he doesn't kill everybody. That's that yeah. is important. I, I feel he's too unstable of a character to allow on a ship to work with others. He seems more of a loner unless it, like... That's why he has Morty, Morty with him every But episode. even Morty he throws under the bus several times, so... Alright, next, next, next pick. Uh, for mine, I chose someone who was very emotionally stable, and that was Mark Watney from The Martian. Uh, he's oh. a very good bio, uh, biologist, a botanist. He understands um, numerous other scientific processes because he was able to do the jobs of the other crew members when sure. they left. So it's not like he's just a botanist. And he's able to, to operate under pressure. Right. Oh man, I I don't know. Like I just picked people I wanted to be on board with, and there's nobody who's really a scientist left. So you vote for Rick then, right? Uh, give me a have... second. Skip me for a second. Okay. okay. The Doctor, as in Doctor Who. Oh mm. my goodness, that's actually really good. See, I had him. For I like else. this. Okay, right? Do you uh, want to throw in a name or? I mean, I'll, I'll do the doctor, I just too. feel like all these people can't compare to the, the smartest man in the galaxy that can literally do anything that the plot needs. I mean, the doctor can regenerate and travel okay. through Rick time. Rick doesn't have to. Because... I okay. would not pick well, the doctor for plot. the role of chief science officer, <laughs> that's, though. That's... I'd pick the doctor if, if I made Skip. Uh, I'm just going to throw this out. Because uh, I picked the doctor for uh, the counselor. He's able to, you know, see no, and perceive no. all of time. And Interesting. Then... Not is the doctor like smart enough to be a scientist? Is he a scientist? I yeah, pretty know. much. Anytime yeah, he comes yeah. to a situation where they uh, gonna, like a sun is exploding, I'm going to come back to this one. I'm not really thrilled with any of these, to be oh. totally honest. I'll so, cry about it. Yeah, I'm going to come <laughs> okay, back. To so, it. navigator, I have Chewbacca. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's like. Uh, I had Poe Dameron. Okay. He is. Um, yeah. Two Star Wars. All right. I had Wash. Oh. I wanted to pick him, but I was kind of I was sad. trying to keep one, because, like, instinct is just all serenity crew. Yeah. Right? Uh, Starbuck from Battlestar in the 2004 uh, series. 
She's an excellent pilot, and yeah, it's a kitty sack off. So. So she is. She's very surly. So yeah, that's a tough one. Um, I like Chewy, but I'm really unclear on who can and can't understand him sometimes. So I, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go with Starbucks. Wow, dude. Damn. I like Starbucks. In all fairness, and you she's know, an angel. He has so. to live with me. So well, Starbucks <laughs> also an angel. She is. You yeah. know, for some reason. <laughs> all right. What's next? Okay, for communications. Okay. Uh, I have Cosmo, the Soviet space program experiment dog from Marvel. Okay. Okay. I he love has telekinesis that. and telepathy, and a really cool accent. I'm sure. It's, it's Russian. It's yeah. confirmed to be Russian. Russian accent. Sure, sure. So that's exciting. We okay. know we love that in our track, right? Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Uh, I chose three PO. Three PO. Three PO because he knows over six million forms of communication. Okay. Also very annoying, and doesn't have a Russian accent. Just he can do a Russian major accent. cock block, and he's not a dog that wears a spacesuit. <laughs> so Ryan likes having dogs on board. This is one after your heart. Tom Servo and Crow T. <laughs> Wait, both of them? They both. both of them? Yeah, both. I feel like okay, they, that's you can't uh, have uh, just one. They have to fulfill the same duty. They interesting. Share, like, you just shut them down at the end of the night. It's fine. They go in the closet. They're robots. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Mine's a robot, um, too. Liara from Mass Effect. Because <laughs> hmm. she is Asari. Asaris are natural counselors. They have communed with all alien races. Derek hasn't played Mass Effect. No, but I can verify. I know, I know the story. Though. I can verify that she is a really good pick. Yeah, I like that idea. I should have done my homework. Well, that's hitting all your blind spots. No, I like this one though. That's a good one. I know the story of Mass. I just I didn't ever finish the first game, but mm-hmm. that's good. I like that. Yeah, that's my pick. That's good. Yes, mm. yeah. What's next? Okay, counselor. Counselor. I had Yoda. Because I like Yoda and really just want to be like, I like Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> and also he talks in a way that makes everybody happy. So and laughs in a, a way that makes everybody happy and walks in a way that makes everybody happy. So I just feel like his presence You're saying his gimp he doesn't like fight in a way that makes everybody happy. Um some people are happy with it. Some people, but I have a That's okay. I wasn't happy. He won't probably won't have to use it very much. I hope not. So Uh mine was the doctor. Right. Yeah. Uh of course. Mostly because of his extensive travels throughout history, so I feel like he'd be able to give insight as to what not to do. It's good. Mine's pretty useless as counselor. It is Marvin from Hitchhiker's Guide. Oh. <laughs> wow. He is three billion times smarter than a live mattress. And he's really sad about it. <laughs> well, he was a prototype. <laughs> <laughs> they got better. Mine would be the doors from the set, or the uh, Hitchhiker's, or what is this, the ship? Oh, the Heart. Heart of Gold. Heart of Gold, yeah. Because they're, they're trained to make you happy. It's true. It's interesting. Every time they open, they go, ah. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> um, just imagine every time you go from room to room. <sighs> I'm going with Yoda. Yes. <laughs> I'm going with Yoda. We want Yoda on this ship. He's got 900 years of experience running the Jedi Council and dealing with little weasels like Anakin. So, um, you made a better argument than I did. Yeah, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Stealing rations on a okay, so, <laughs> world. So, so, bars. Weird hut. <laughs> uh, so, is it a wild card? Then? Yeah. Okay. I, I made a wild card. Let's do it. Uh, I had uh, Doc Brown from Back to the Future as my wild card. Partially because I just want to see him interact with Rick Sanchez. 
but uh, in house. Can they do that? Because won't that cause like a tear in the space time continuum? Are they they technically the same person? I mean, do we know? We don't know. But I mean, between the two of them, I'm sure they can fix it Uh if there is a time space tear. Fair enough. Uh, I picked Bishop from Aliens. Uh, I felt like he was a, a an interesting wild card to throw into the group because we don't really know his intentions yet, and for all we know, he could be good or bad, or we don't know. Definitely somebody you want on the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love those. <laughs> love, love those guys that could be good That's or why, bad. I may have misinterpreted the word wild card. <laughs> right? Ripley. Mm. I, I want Ripley on a ship. She's going to be the one to rescue everybody. And, you know, most people will die, but she'll she'll save a couple. So even though you haven't seen it, I'm going to go with Ein from Cowboy Bebop. It's okay. a Pembroke Welsh Corgi that has been genetically engineered to I'm interact with computers. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm feeling it. Human Cosmo. He's, he's throwing his boat out for yours right now. Uh, uh, we should just have an entire crew of space dog. dogs. That's our next yes, episode. Yes, I can make that. So this, is, this one's a little bit difficult for me because Doc Brown and Ripley are two of my favorite characters of all time. And they are staples to sci-fi. And they bring very different things to the table. Totally, right? Like, I love the idea that I could wake up on a random day and Doc's got some weird invention hooked up to the toaster. I mean, it sounds <laughs> the awesome. The Enterprise looks like a DeLorean now. The time travel plots in space shows are the worst. I mean, yeah, if my <laughs> ship looked like a DeLorean in space, that'd be pretty sweet. But um, every time you traveled, you'd leave space tracks that were that's on okay. fire. That's pretty cool. What's and wrong with that? I'm awesome. not saying that. That's a selling point. I, I did have, I have one more character. Right um, I actually had for my dream crew, I had the ship cast also. Oh. As Optimus Prime. Oh, okay. As the ship. Yeah. All these people are inside Optimus? Yes. Can he, what would he transform into? Why would, that feels He's going to transform into a himself. Space but truck. He's, he's going to look like the Enterprise. Because this is a I'm envisioning like a Star Winnebago Trek. from like Spaceballs. But it's going to have, you know, it be like red with the flames. Space with like wings. Semi. I like it. Yeah, I like that. So. And is the that, voice. Is the voice is going to be Optimus Prime's voice. I, I cast another thing besides just the, the sh- I cast so, my red shirt as well. I think, oh I think I'm going to go with Doc Brown because we have Dread and Starbuck. Along with Malcolm and Leela, and I feel like they could handle a tough situation together as a group. Mm-hmm. And having like the crazy inventor guy who can, you know, create a de- time machine out of a DeLorean. He has experience with time travel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Doc Brown. Okay, you need to pick a science officer too. Oh, right. Yeah, you do. I do. You're right. Um, this is still very difficult for me. Um, I think I like the idea of having a doctor on board. I do. I'm going to go with the doctor. Mm-hmm. But which one? Okay. Or do I have to pick? We have we don't have another hour. <laughs> we'll just go with a doctor, and um, they can regenerate at will. Um. I, I also wrote down who my obligatory red shirt would be. Okay, uh, it'd be Groot because he could die and still come back. That'd be sad. But you'd have a baby Groot. And an angsty teen Groot. And an angsty teen Groot. But apparently masturbated vines everywhere. <laughs> I think those are the leaves. I'm still fuzzy on that. Yeah. Yeah. Any other roles or characters that you guys didn't get to mention? I feel like your ship needs Cortana. I don't know how you... She could be the voice of the ship. No, Optimus Prime is the voice of the ship. Yeah, I'd rather have Cortana. What? Well, that's another role we didn't fill is what would our ship be. Yeah. Oh, I thought it just had to be the Enterprise. Yeah, I thought so too. Oh. It was a Star oh, Trek these... crew, so... Oh, okay. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. And I, I mean, the idea was in the Star Trek universe, it could be any Star Trek ship would be the idea. It doesn't have to be Enterprise. Oh, I'd, if, if I had to go with the ship, I'd go with the uh, the flying space pirate ship from Captain Harlock. The thing can heal, like self-heal and everything. That's cool. It is really cool. 
I don't know if you've ever seen the movie or not. I have not. The ships from Close Encounters preserves people for, you know, hundreds of years. So mm. I'm going to go with that. That's nice. I'm just going to Google this ship okay. for you. Ryan, you had Optimus Prime. Prime yeah. Jeremy? Remember Planet Express ship? It's a good one. It's, it's just like real classic. It is. And it seems to repair itself at will. So, yeah, really good. Which is nice. And it doesn't move through space. Space moves around it. True. That's also true. I like that. It's good stuff. Cool. Well, those are our picks, everybody. I hope you enjoyed our kind of long show here. Uh, Chris and Jeremy, thanks for joining us. Uh, if people ever wanted to reach out to you and talk about your picks, how might they reach you if that's a thing? Uh, Zen Munken on Twitter. Z-E-N-M-O-N-K-E-N. Awesome. Uh, my Facebook page, uh, Will Royce Creations. W-I-L-L-R-O-Y-C-E. So. That looks very phallic. It's it's, a, it's, it's a, very phallic. For those of you at home, yeah. I mean, it's got a skull on the front. Uh, Ryan, of course, is at Buster Props. Mm-hmm. Ray is at Siren Ray Cosplay. I am. And I am at The Star Trek Dude. But you can find all of us at Heroes Podcasts at heroespodcast.com and everywhere on social media. Be sure to uh, check out our other shows, Gamer Heroes and Costume Couture. They come out every week as well. And uh, next week we are reviewing the new It, I believe. So go see that and hopefully it's good and it's scary. We'll find out. It's a slow week, guys. It is a slow week. We have to go see a movie. (laughs) Yeah, we'll go see a movie. It's all good. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll catch you guys next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.